Hello, and welcome to Grow With Soul. I'm Kate Ferris, a coach, writer, hiker, and recovering high achiever, and this is a work in life podcast. Join me for discussions and musings about how our work can be a small and magical part of a bigger, more meaningful life. So come on in, get comfy, and let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to Grow With Soul. Today is an end of season bonanza with both Kate and Sasha joining me to talk about our winters and how we are going into spring. We talk about rejecting career paths, control, the practicing of devotion, fun and lightness, uncertainty, fitting into a new shape and the need to buy new clothes. We also share our favourite reads of the last three months. This was such an interesting and thought-provoking conversation where we all took away deeper questions that we want to ask ourselves and we hope that you enjoy it too. Hello. Hello. Hello, friends. Oh, there's three of us. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) So this is fun. I don't think, no, I have done three people on the podcast before many years ago, but I thought it would be nice as we are coming out of winter and into spring and also that the podcast itself is coming to the end of a season and having a little spring break that we do, we get get us all together <laughs> and sort of have a little chat with our cups of teas about how we are all feeling. <laughs> Which, um, as if we haven't talked about that enough over the last <laughs> three months, but still there's always more we can talk about. So hello everyone. <laughs> So, yeah, we have already sort of talked about this off air, but how are we landing on this day? Mm, I'm landing pretty well. The the sun is streaming in to my window. I think I am truly harnessing spring energy in its maybe true or traditional form. And that feels really good. And the time we are choosing to record also works because (laughs) I can't say... Even though it's spring outside, I can't say like if 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 we're talking like seasons in a day, like between two and four is like my winter. <laughs> this is I'm good for nothing. So this I'm I apologize in advance if I am overly peppy and enthusiastic, because I am a morning person. <laughs> also do not apologize because you will make up for the lack of energy that I have right now. <laughs> And that's, yeah, that's, I mean, on my end, truly just for where I'm at, like in my menstrual cycle, like right at the end of it where emotions are high because hormones are low and and you just want to curl up like with a heating pad or hot water bottle and just be alone. So I am here. It also is like a, a time of like good deep introspection. So I'm here for that, but I'm probably on the lower energy end of things. I've noticed you're like in a comfy armchair, whereas usually when we record, you're like properly sat like somewhere, presumably harder than an armchair. But today (laughs) was just like, no. (laughs) There is literally a heating pad on my back. (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah, I'm sort of somewhere in the middle. I'm neither, you know, bursting with spring energy ready to flourish but I'm also like probably a lot feeling a lot better than I have for several months which I think sunshine makes such a huge difference in that and just like it's weird things like just the your admin seems to be lower when it's sunny because you go for a walk and you like you don't have to like think about what layers you're gonna wear and then come back and you're all like muddy or you just you've got stuff to sort out you're just like walking it out of the house and it just like all those extra 
layers of decisions that seem to happen when it's cold aren't happening mm, yeah we're not quite there yet but if anything for me as we when we get into summer my my i do have the layers of decision thing but in reverse because i'm like am i going to be too hot am, <laughs> am i setting myself up for failure <laughs> yeah i understand <laughs> so what is feeling for you guys like a kind of defining theme of the last kind of season slash quarter or like maybe a defining i want to say event but just like the thing that sticks out yeah this kind of feels easy for me right now i think that yeah it's obvious probably for both of you but also certainly maybe for like things i've been sharing in instagram stories and stuff like that that i am definitely exploring like all the different relationships and friendships in my life and i'm fascinated by words like love and romance and commitment and devotion even it's like i think because i'm so curious about this right now i'm seeing all of those words everywhere like it's that thing that because it's top of mind, you're seeing and feeling the references absolutely everywhere and in ways that you you never would have if you hadn't made it a priority. So yeah, I'd say like that's a thing because it's like showing up obviously for both like in my personal life, but also in my work. And then another thing, this one's just largely like personal life is that I've had a lot of anxiety this winter. I mean, it's really not surprising. I moved across the world, like trying to get set up somewhere new, immigration stuff, like money stuff, where am I going to live, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like I've had a ton of anxiety like through winter and it was kind of early March when I decided I really wanted to start focusing on being present. And it is a constant practice because I literally have to remind myself many times throughout the day like what it means to be present but yeah I feel like those two things are like top of mind that is what winter was and and like I think will still carry me into at least like early spring I think for me um well I don't know if it was you see now I'm gonna say I don't know if it was you Kate that <laughs> Anyway, someone will figure it out. And it might it might be neither of you, to be fair. I said, if if I come through this year and there's not been much change, that would be a good thing. Like, I'm not seeking change. And obviously, there has been nothing but change for me over the last three months. I just need to stop saying things out loud. Like, I <laughs> haven't got this manifestation thing down right. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I entered the year and I was, like okay I don't really know what to expect and and I think I am still leaving a lot open for the unexpected and just seeing how it goes I feel like I came in with trepidation and like just gently treading because not wanting to disturb anything but already there's been like a change of a potential change of location because I might be moving in the next few weeks subject to solicitors and legal things by the way Kate with a K. I quit my job and yesterday was my last day. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> she's not surprised. She's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Um, I mean, I can't believe it took this long. <laughs> I know. Uh, all I do is quit things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and yeah, so I think change has been a big part for me for the last couple of months. I think I feel a change in some of my thoughts as well internally which is pretty good um there's been a change outside in terms of seasons and yeah I think yeah change has been the anchor for this or the start of change has been the anchor for this quarter but and looking ahead all I'm wanting to do is to keep open be receptive to change as it come try and not look too far forward and another word that I'm trying to bring in is fun for much of the spring summer mm. that feels important to me mm-hmm. i just want to challenge you <laughs> on oh, when yeah. you said all oh, you do yeah. is quit things because yeah. there's like a pretty big thing that you have not quit which is frank and feel <laughs> and that what i would actually suggest is that all you do is move steadily closer, closer. and closer 
<laughs> I mean, it's still going to take me probably about three years until I'm like, yes, this is my thing that I'm doing. You'll be like, slow claps, you finally got there. <laughs> yeah, that that is the the only thing that remains consistent for me. There is change within it, but it's it's a core part of who I am and how I express myself in the world and how I, yeah, I'm living, I'm living through it and yeah, really enjoying it. It's true. I called myself chaotic the other day and my friend said, I don't think you're chaotic. I think you're intuitive. And I was like, oh, that feels really nice because I, I think I was a bit fearful of the perception from the outside of, okay, every three months she just seems to be leaving something like, what are you doing? And me not really having much clue of what I'm doing, but having peace in each decision. And I'm, I'm slowly extricating myself from, you know, office and career life where it's like you have to stay somewhere for like six months to a year at least because of what it's going to look like on your CV and did it and then having to explain gaps and changes and whatever and I'm a lot less fearful of all of that stuff now and and I realize that yeah it's not it's not chaotic I just know sooner and then I act sooner uh, I guess the flip side you could say of that is maybe you shouldn't have chosen that thing but it chose it felt these things felt right at the time and they serve their purpose and maybe they are just like short little chunks and short little steps to the next thing they're just the in-betweens i'm also super curious what it might look like going forward around having jobs different kinds of jobs different lengths of time but not even thinking about it like that and like the narrative to the outside world is just like i'm working there you go and like no one actually needs to know when you change or how often or why just because it's like if the goal isn't like you know we're we're building careers we're building you know a resume it's like then the actuality of it is like we're working just to make some money so it's just work it's just work i really like that thought a lot and i have a friend who um she's just set off on a big biking trip she's in turkey at the moment and before she did this she wanted to like save up money for this trip and she would work for 12 weeks on like a temp contract and then go off for a little while and work for another 12 weeks and come back and she's like i i I aim never really to have another full-time permanent job i just want to work in these little stints and then go off and do what i want to do and it's just the way i'm building and living my life that's just it (laughs) i love it I think that's so smart. I think like if I were to work again, I would probably want to do something similar. Like I would not want to go work for a company where I felt like I had some sort of like big title position and therefore it was like an important thing and I needed to stay there for X amount of time or anything like that. I would just want to make some money and then be done. It feels like a novel conversation to me. Like it it isn't, but it kind of is. I guess because you hear or I've heard many conversations about moving from being an employee to like running your own business. Um, And even then they're like two kind of distinct camps that you sit in, but there's lots of different pathways and bits that sit in between. Um, And like you say, it's just earning some money to live the life that you want to live. And that takes so much pressure off of it, off of what it needs to be and what you think it should look like. It just is what it is. And there's also something really like freeing in it like a lot of the oh being self-employed conversations are about having freedom and enjoyment in your life whereas actually that can like pivot into never have freedom or enjoyment in your life again because you're like stressing out about this and you're like trying to hit these goals and all that kind of thing whereas actually like i'm gonna go and just work and not be in myself. I always remember Sasha when you were working in the warehouse and you were like, I just don't exist. <laughs> I just walk up and down the aisles and I'm just in my head. Like, I'm just not, I'm just, that felt like more freedom than a lot of descriptions of self-employment. And then you're just in this place and then you go and you do. And then you're not. And then, yeah. And then you're like completely free of, the concept of work for all the hours that you're not there. And that is more free than for 24 hours a day thinking about your business. Mm, Yeah. So I think, yeah, I'm just the kind of maverick at the moment. Like, yeah, sometimes I'm working, sometimes I'm not. I'll be working here, working there and just 
making my way and I don't feel panicked by it at all I don't I don't know some something has shifted within me and I just I'm just like yeah it feels nice <laughs> where are you at Kate <laughs> from one well, season to the other yeah well, I was like what was the question again I think that actually for me uh, one of the and I think especially when I look back on the last season one of the defining things is going to be around control and for me understanding how deep that route runs in all sorts of places because it's also um like with personal relationships and and trying not being used to understanding how people can just not one person be in control of the other that people can just be on a kind of a level pegging and there's not a hierarchy in all relationships and then Mm also just and that expands into everything like with my work I realized that I find it really hard to see anything that's not me being one-to-one with someone as valuable and the reason for that is because when it's one-to-one I can micromanage and be like really on top and controlling that situation and that letting go of that is really like saying here's here's a piece of work take it (laughs) it's like whoa i can't do that because i've spent so long micromanaging within a relationship to make sure that's all right and then also micromanaging the artifice so the outside world thinks it's all right that actually just i don't know how to be without trying to just control every little thing and that this idea that you just exist (laughs) don't worry about everybody else's experience of everything and so I think that's going to be a lot of what the next months years my life is going to be about is kind of starting to like pull out the even know what I've got in but you know the the forks (laughs) out and just like lean back away from it and I feel like I've said the words lean back for about two or three years but I was always still attached even as much as I thought I was leaning back I was always still attached and that's the way it goes isn't it really but yeah so that feels like something that's gone oh (laughs) (laughs) it was the last couple of months and yeah I've where I want to get to and everything is like I've got it taped above my screen is like serenity that's Mm. like my word you both said a a word that each you've each said a word that is just mm, makes me feel good you said devotion and you mm. said serenity and I'm like oh those words feel warm they just feel really nice but I understand what you mean about control because I struggle with it as well when you're like trying to control you want to almost control the transformation to make sure that whatever it is people your relationship like get to the place where you want them to get to or you want to control the outcome. And I've done that myself in personal relationships and within work. But I come back to a quote that Glennon Dole said, um, you can either, is it tr- mm. control something or you can trust something, but you or can't you love do it. You can't love and control. Yeah. Mm. And that keeps coming back to me. And I think what when that came to a head for me was when I was trying to grip onto my onto my relationship and I found myself like holding on tighter and tighter and tighter but really what was I holding on to and ever since that I've had an interesting relationship control I feel it may not actually be so but I feel like I'm not trying to control things so much anymore because well you can't (laughs) you can't (laughs) Yeah, and that's that difference between knowing and maybe believing. Like you can, you can know you can't control things, but do you believe? Yeah, right in your sinews that you can't. Like you can know you can't control things and then carry on trying to control them. Mm, yeah, I I'm, think I'm literally asking for the answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you, but I do. I do often think about that thing of like, oh, like, do you know it's like you know something in your head or you can, yeah, you can know things in your mind, but the the believing or the the true knowing is like somewhere down here, closer to your heart, 
And that is where all of your actions and, and the things you do come from. And that's to me when you truly, truly know something, when it shows in your actions and your behaviours and stuff. And so maybe it's like acting as if, like faking it till you make it, of I'm going to act as if I really do believe <laughs> you can't control things. And then that kind of forms the new habitual behavior. Kate's yeah, holding like Sasha looks unconvinced. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of it like it's like a practice then. Like you don't, yeah, you don't know how to do something at first, mm-hmm. right? But it's that maybe, maybe there is like either something you're telling yourself every day or um, a question yourself a question you're asking yourself, you know, every day or, or often. And like, there's something in there that's helping you build it in. I am curious, like, it's, it's funny because we're talking about control, but you did, you did sort of say you can see this being something you're like going to have to think about at least like into these next few months, like into this next season. Do you have any idea like what that might look like or what areas of life that might be showing up in? I think it's more just me being like, oh, here we go. Here's some deep-seated issue to (laughs) deal with. But I think it's going to be around work in in the short term because that's like the the more pressing urgency in terms of what what I, at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know what feels free? I'm just going to make enough money that I need to live and then I'm just going to have a nice time the rest of the time. That actually doesn't feel very free for me because I'm spending more time worrying about where the money's going to come from <laughs> than enjoying myself. And mm. so I'm like, that's not worked. Different tack now. Just that I do feel better and freer and more easeful when I feel like I've got a bit of a financial buffer. And so that means what I had planned for this year business-wise needs a radical reshape, which is fine. But that's therefore where this control thing is going to play out because it's kind of like, now I need to think about what's going to be valuable to people. And if I'm not micromanaging every part of it to make sure that it is valuable, how, like, what's going to come out of that? So that's probably where it's going to be in the short term. And then like, who bloody knows <laughs> about the other relationship side of things that's not really in my control but um yeah to answer the question I feel like I went off on yeah that. weird no yeah I totally did I'm intrigued Kate with a C <laughs> to know how the ideas of love and romance and devotion are coming up for you as a practice because I heard you say the word practice and that word stuck out to me because I have to keep reminding myself like you about coming back to the present with a lot of things in my life that a lot of things are a daily practice and a trying but how how are those things showing up for you as I guess routine practices how are they showing themselves and is that moving into I think that is also going to be a part of your work as well Hmm. it's interesting how they're going to show show up for you yeah yeah I think the the practices piece is interesting I would say kind of a few things have happened like there there are certainly I'd say like kind of embodied experiences that are happening like with people in my life who I do love Mm. and so a lot of that is around actually like a combination of being more present when I'm in like communication and connection with someone especially because the anxiety piece for me has been challenging. And so it's because that's sort of just like at times has been just really like how it's inside of me. Right. So it's like, then I'm bringing that into conversations and connections. And so first like trying to be more present with people, but then also really softening in those conversations, really noticing things like both taking my own like walls or guards down but also softening in terms of letting both someone love me, but also, yeah, feeling safe to love back. Mm. Um, I'd say there's starting to be like, I don't want to call it practical, but I guess it's not quite right. But I, I have been taking it to my journal a bit more as well lately and have kind of added some new 
prompts that maybe I'm not writing every day, but I'm thinking about every week. So one, one actually is something, it wasn't a practice, but I just have a note in my phone that is called love witnessed. And I've had this for years. So I have stuff written in there from far back as like 20, so definitely 2019 stands out for sure. And it is kinds of love that I witnessed between maybe it's like just two people or some kind of active service or something mm. that I'll see that I haven't seen or experienced before. And it, I don't know why I did this. Like, I don't know why or what made me think of starting this years ago, but it was it's been really neat because just a few weeks ago, like one of the examples that I had written in there, it actually happened to me. Like someone did this thing for me. Mm. And I was like, I was so present and in it that I was just kind of smiling like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, this is so cool. And also no one would know that I've been thinking about this or, you know, I took note of this like three mm. years ago. But that's been really neat. But I, I would say I'm, I'm trying to be even more conscious of that lately. So things I will write down are like love witnessed uh, in my journal, love witnessed, love felt, mm. and love expressed. I love those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also too in that I would say it's been not just about thinking about these things for the relationships and friendships and stuff in my life, but also mm-hmm. with myself. So like Sasha, you and I have talked a little bit about the idea of like romancing ourselves and our mm-hmm. friends. But yeah, I'm like, you know, there are some really nice things I've done for myself lately that I also, you know, would write down and include in there. And I think that while I hadn't actually anticipated that this would be a huge part of it, the sort of like loving yourself piece would be a huge part of it. I have really noticed a shift the last, it was actually three weeks ago today. I've really noticed a shift in myself where like there are some challenges I have faced or am facing and I'm coming at them from such a different place because I'm Right now I'm coming at them from a place that's less about being anxious and more about like knowing what is right for me and maybe having to make difficult decisions that would honestly break my heart, but I know would be right for me. And I don't know that I've ever been the kind of person who could do that really in the past. So it's been, uh, it's been really interesting. Like we'll see where it all keeps going. Mm. Yeah. But I remember like you sent me on Instagram, Kate, the, the poem that was, um, what was it? I love myself is sometimes spelt goodbye. Yeah, G-O-O-D-Y-E. Yeah. And like killed me. Like that and that week was like a big week for that in my life. But I it's so interesting how often that doesn't happen. Um because uh, I was talking to a friend about her friend who was in this situation where like she needs to say goodbye mm. and I was I sh- but it's, it's just so far away from the ability to comprehend that that's what she needs to do mm-hmm. and it's just so maybe it's because we live in this internet world of freaking quotes of leave and do this and you know know your worth and all that stuff which is and you know you can see it and they'll be like oh I don't know my worth because I'm in this terrible situation but yeah that that is so much harder than quote posts on Instagram make it out and that it is a radical thing to say actually I don't want to be in contact because this isn't good for me. Well, even to be like, I love you and I love me more. Mm. Oh, and then work. Yeah. I mean, this will transfer over to a couple different things. Like one, I'm, I'm still sitting with, but I guess sort of like giving myself a little more time to figure out more like the logistics of how I want to set some things up. It's like, like, it's kind of like, I know what the content is, but I don't know how I want to do it yet you know if that makes sense so I'm just kind of sitting with that one still it'll get there Mm. and I yeah that's going back to sort of the original question around like devotion and practices and that was something particularly at the end of last year I sort of stopped thinking about it but I was thinking about like what a secular devotional practice is and looks like and I never really came to a conclusion to it with for myself that I don't know. I just was like, this is too hard. And I was Googling it and all I was getting was a lot of 
Christian stuff, which is fine, but not what I was after. And yeah, I think that kind of idea of like taking what is in religious context, this like really like beautiful thing of just like time apart to be devoted and how that sort of how and what that looks like to cross over and as I was just looking at Sasha then I was like I feel like Sasha is a really devotional person <laughs> like I feel like if I when I actually think about your Instagram stories I feel like that is a how to have a devotional practice <laughs> guide <laughs> What makes you say that? Why? I don't, that's just, I don't know, Kate, you agree, right? Like, it, there's like this real sort of, it's the time taken yeah. unapologetically and the the be more extra detail around the outside with the candles and the coffees and the thing. And there's, the it's a sensory thing as well because you've got the candles, you've got music, you've got like the lights important. It's all just like, it just... I don't know, maybe you've also got a nice filter on it so it looks nice. <laughs> it just really feels like actually if I was to have a devotional practice, mm. it would look like that. Mm. So true. congrats. Thanks. Thanks. I don't think that's the first time I've heard something like that. And sometimes I think the question that's come up in my mind, not too often because I'm, I'm I don't know, I know enough of myself to kind of just bat it away. But the question that comes up is, oh, like, is this devotion or like, is it just like a bit selfish or self-centered or, you know, you have who who told you you're allowed to have all this time to yourself and do all of these things for yourself. But a lot of the time now I'm just like, well, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why not? Why can't I? And I'm, I've also realized that there's no point me having guilt for somebody else in a different situation because two people having guilt about what they have or they don't have all the time they do or don't have doesn't actually do anything. It's wasted energy. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I am a, quite a devotional person mm. to, to myself, but that feels really, really nice because even when you said, I love you, but I love me more, we're not used to saying that that last bit of like loving some. You're allowed to sacrifice more for other people and to give more and to give more of yourself and to constantly give away. You're not allowed to like shore up time and space and resource for your for yourself above and beyond somebody else. What? <laughs> so I think I'm enjoying kind of rewriting that narrative a bit, not even a bit, unapologetically. And saying, yeah, that's that's okay. And not even doing it, because sometimes I hear the phrase like, um, oh, you can't pour from an empty well. And like, you need to resource yourself so you can give back out. No, I just want to resource myself, full stop. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will give back out because I am like a naturally generous person. And when I'm in my friendships and my relationships, I'm, I have few of them, but the ones I have are deep and I will give my time and you know I will think of people but it's not always this cyclical thing of take in so you can give back out sometimes just take in so you can have something that's okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. pour when you want to pour pour because you want to pour not because you're a cup (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but it's so good As you were talking, I remember something I read last night. So I've been read well, I have read Body Work by Melissa Febos, Febos, um, which is about memorizing and personal narrative. And I don't know if there's, there's a copyright infringement issue if I read this out, but so she not. said also you gave her full credit, so you're fine. <laughs> so I've worshipped people the way that others worship gods. I've looked to humans and chemicals for the kind of love we can only expect from a divine source. Our culture encourages this. We think love will redeem us, and it will, but not that of any human lover and not that of any material substance. I have found a church in art, a form of work Mm. that is also a form of worship. It is a means of understanding myself, all my past selves, and all of you as beloved. So firstly, please screenshot that and send it to me because I need it. (laughs) Secondly, I wish I wrote that. Oh my gosh, that is. <laughs> but it's like you said, that kind of that devotional practice. It's the church 
in art like it's it's a it's that devotion to a divinity that's not uh configured in religious terms it's a divinity that is yourself but it's also like the spirit of creativity in and around mm. which is maybe the sort of thing that i don't know whether you feel like you do hook your devotional practices onto something like that or whether it does feel more internal but i guess we're talking about faith in a lot of ways like and for some people that's internal and some people it's a very external thing but it's still like a a commitment to an intransience i'm saying words as i'm coming to my head this is not anything that i've pre-planned so (laughs) 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 i really like the idea of being in devotion to yourself or with yourself and through the things that you do they feel like in a way they're kind of one of the same and it feels different to having a a passion for something I just like this thought I'm gonna need to re-listen back to this this conversation this this part of it in particular come back to okay well that was a conversation ender (laughs) (laughs) I think you've just left me in thought and I'm like I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to come back to it. (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk... I think we've done enough looking back at the terrible winter. (laughs) Part of me was like, is it just February that's depressing? Maybe it's not the things that are going on. Maybe it's just February. But anyway, let's think a little bit more about new seasons and... (laughs) things that we are wanting to bring in, things that we're looking forward to, things that we're good, anxious about, or good, nervous about. <laughs> are anyway, you? <laughs> or, like, or nothing, there's nothing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, and then she'll count me in and we'll be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I am so not with it. I, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to fun. I don't know if it's something that's come with, literally come with the light and like more daylight, but I'm looking forward to spending time with friends, being outside a lot more. Not anything in particular, not not big plans. I have a few things in the diary over the next few months, but I just have this very deep sense that, you know, this is going to be this, a summer of making new memories and feeling like and it's this this phrase I can't get out of my head feeling like I'm in my life like living in my life very much in the moment it is going to be quite sensory it's a kind of thing where you know phones will be down but you remember like the taste of of something or somebody's laughter what I just feel like I'm going to really really embed some beautiful memories and moments this year and I'm really looking forward to it Mm, I really like that. I noticed I had an aversion to this question. (laughs) Mm, That's interesting. Well, I think part of it is because I am still in this place of like trying to focus on being present. And actually a lot of my anxiety is about stuff in the next few months. Like I think one is I'm only in the place I'm living now until May 31st. And so I'm going to have to start actually looking for another place. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of kind of anxiety around that and like not even knowing where I'm going to look like there's just I'm feeling a lot of things (laughs) around all of that and that is such a fundamental need to get sorted out like where you are going to live that I'm, I'm at least like understanding of why I'm having kind of a hard time like thinking about things I'm going to do next otherwise, like work, et cetera. Like I think that even sort of different projects I've had in mind, I sort of had this thought that like I needed to start them right away. Like just because I've announced them means I need to start them right away. And actually I'm like, that doesn't have to be true. Like it's actually that I can just put the idea out there. Maybe I start it by summer or something, right? Like it's like I actually get a place to live and get myself more settled and that's when something actually begins. And, and I, I don't, so it's like, there's a lot of like, I don't knows. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling like this season will be a lot of planting seeds, like a lot of act like, yeah, it's like kind of making decisions and just planting the seed rather than like, you know, maybe producing a lot Mm. is, is kind of what I'm thinking. Which is what you do in spring. 
Yeah. Spring isn't a harvest time. Yeah. But no, I really feel you because for the majority of last year, I didn't know where I was going to live. I, I couldn't do anything else. Even as much as you're like sort of fine. It's also like, I just can't like, I couldn't think of it. Like, even if I wasn't thinking about that, I also couldn't think about other things. It's really interesting how much that like really fundamental piece of security, like if we're talking hierarchy of needs, it's like the bottom, right? So you can't do any of the others because you've not got the bottom. You're not on the bottom rung. So it's, yeah, one of those things where like, oh, I should be fine. I should be fine. I should be able to plan and do more things, but you just can't. Yeah. Like I, I've been sort of sitting with what does it look like to, it's not a continued season of vacation because I have to do some things to like make some money. <laughs> so it's not like quite like that, but just being like, what if like, you know, I'm in this place for two more months. What if that time looks like me exploring like places I might live? Mm-hmm. And actually going also to what you said, Sasha, of like actually just being in the life that I have right now, but exploring to so that I can then make some decisions around where I might live. So have some thoughts on like, yeah, like maybe it's like just making kind of a short list of areas and maybe I do like some day trips and I just kind of like spend a day in a place, even if it's like a little village or something, do a big walk around it or go sit at a coffee shop if there's any or pub or whatever might be there and just kind of do some people watching, like do, do have some days like that to kind of figure some things out. But mm-hmm. yeah, very much planting seeds, not not producing a ton anyways. Mm. And and I think sometimes that's nice to take that off the table. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I am, it's not money anxiety. We're not there yet, but like I am conscious of kind of where I'll, I'll, what I'll need like by summer kind of thing. So it's like, that is on my mind, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see one day at a time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How about you? (laughs) I feel like not doom and gloom, but also not super optimistic. (laughs) Like, I'm just somewhere in between where I'm not like, this is going to be the best year of my life, but also it's not going to be the worst. <laughs> and maybe there's just, that's the place to navigate. And I think that, like, last year ha- had this, like, hot girl summer thing going on. And I can't see that happening again. I'm sort of a bit dead to that. And it's just like a... I don't know, like I want to get the book written and like that's just all that's in my head at the moment and sort of sort out the business. So it's more like a kind of, there's a lot of like creativity happening, but it's quite like a chilled creativity. It's like a, it's a marathon kind of creativity, which and it's not feeling like it's burning out. It's just like, weird uh, <laughs> and yeah it's a sort of and I think for me something that I've had over the last few months is the more I lower the bar the better mm. I feel and so for me to actually just be like yeah this is probably not gonna be the best this is gonna be the best time of my life that's fine because it's still gonna be better than the worst like the bar's down here so most things I can do is gonna be better than I think it's gonna be um so yeah, it's just a really, it's interesting. Like I went out the other day and like I got an ice cream and I took my book and I sat by the river in the sun and I was like, why aren't I enjoying this? Like this is a really on paper nice day, but I just mm-hmm. had like this restlessness inside me of just like, like this isn't fitting. Mm-hmm. This isn't feeling the way that I wanted it to feel. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that starts to play out in terms of like, spending a lot of time alone mm. it, over the next couple of weeks, months, life, just in case that's what it is or, you know. So I think it's like a, a figuring out, trying to settle into like a space that I've not really kind of been in and just how do I fit and how do I need to adjust it to fit better, maybe. Mm. Super joyful. <laughs> no, no, it's so human too though. Like even you just saying like, you're in this beautiful moment and it gave me the feeling or the question of like is that even the moment you wanted Mm. like did you actually yeah want to be in that moment or yeah something I don't know Mm. yeah (laughs) that's probably the theme of the last (laughs) is this the moment I want no (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, that's that's where we're going. So. I like Sasha's word best. I like fun best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's not, not like I need. I do need the fun, but like, yeah, girl, um, you do. We all do. <laughs> I don't know. In in yeah, in that side of of my 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 life, I don't know. I'm just looking for I'm looking for light things that feel light. It's not to kind of balance out the heavy or make up for it because I don't really think you can make up for things or catch up on time and make up for lost time and stuff like that. It's just certain chapters and periods in your life are what they are, right? Mm-hmm. But that is what I'm seeking in that area of life. And then, but in everything else, I feel very much like it's like open and we'll see because again I'm kind of sort of in between with not quite yet knowing if I'm moving yet and I think there are some things I'm hinging on and I'm I'm putting off starting I'm like oh until I move even though mm. I'm not entirely sure that I 100% am moving <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna try and keep things light because I need I need some light man and I think the other thing actually that I'm looking forward to to doing and I already am doing this year is coming back into myself from a place of kind of like care and being bothered and I've had this thought in my mind for a little while of I want sheen not gloss and I've been thinking about like some years ago when we were on like Instagram was new-ish and um, we'd say, oh, you know, this is for the this is for real people. You know, we're saying no to the glossy magazines. We don't want that anymore. We don't want that. And actually, I've been thinking about this this idea that I think I want sheen, not gloss. I don't want that glossy stuff, but I want to feel put together. I want to feel mm. nice. I want some of my experiences to feel a bit elevated. I want to show some care for myself in certain areas of life. And yeah, I, I don't think I'm, the aim is for that sort of, you know, glossy front of a magazine type thing. But I do want some experiences just to feel a bit nicer and cared for and maybe have some certain level of attention because it just makes me feel a bit better. I feel like there's a slow coming back to myself a little bit this year. And that is something else that feels really nice. Oh my gosh. It just made me think of, you know, a question I've been asking myself around relationships and also in general, sort of like just life, I guess, is like, what do I want right now? But actually a a question I'm super curious about is like, who am I right now? Mm. Like everything you just said made me think, yeah, like who even am I? Like, and if I don't know that, how could I possibly answer what do I want? And like, yeah, that as soon as you said, "Who am I right now?" I was like, like, oh, like, like, and, and, and therefore, is this who I want to be? Like, am I, am I the way I want to be right now? Yeah, I think I'm asking myself a couple of questions around that, and if, and as well, it's then kind of making me ask further questions of, okay, if this isn't who you want to be, or if this is why like where are those desires and things coming from because I'm noticing certain things around appearance and stuff for me personally and I'm asking the question of why do you want why do you want or are they coming from you I'm just I'm just double checking (laughs) before I go go into certain things so Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this also is a question that comes up often after huge periods of growth or change where you will get like I read something somewhere. It must have been a book or something that literally talks about the idea that like once you've changed or like grown enough, I don't know exactly what that would mean for everybody. But like you a stage of kind of the growth and or healing is where you don't recognize yourself anymore. Like you actually don't quite recognize who you are. And so like even Sasha, kind of what you're describing, what like one of the examples it just made me think of is I I've actually felt this for a long time, but I really haven't taken any steps towards it is like, I don't feel like who I am today wears the clothes I am still wearing right now. I've heard you say that before. Mm. But I but I'm also like I hate shopping. I hate it so much. And also like now even being in a new country I'm like I don't even know where to shop 
where do I go clothes shopping? I literally don't know, like, what are the stores you go to? And maybe I just need to start asking all my girlfriends to like, help me figure it out. <laughs> like, I don't know. Where do I shop? What are the stores that I, I look at? But yeah, I think that, I don't know, this question, I honestly hadn't thought of it, Sasha, until you just described kind of some of your thoughts. Like, who am I right now? That might be the question I sit with, like, for April. And a new spring summer wardrobe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but you're going to need to tell me where to shop. <laughs> I think mine was kind of spawned by knowing that I've gone through this kind of this massive thing um, and this massive change in myself and kind of a, a, a reckoning, uh, taking away labels, giving away labels and being like, oh, OK, but what's left now? <laughs> And then I started using some of my old photos that would come up in my Google photo memories in my journaling. And I would look at the person who was in those photos five, six, eight years ago and be like, I I don't know who that is anymore. And I know she had different motivations and she was dressing in certain ways for different reasons, not all of them good. But behind that, there was like a vivaciousness and a and an expression that wasn't just about like consumerism and how people perceive me. It was something that was coming from me. And I I just started to ask myself, I wonder what that person, that expression might look like in the me of today. And I'm getting to, it's quite fun getting to know that person again and what she looks like and what she wears and yeah, how she approaches her day. It's, it's, it's an interesting time. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so much to say about <laughs> of just like wanting your and and I I feel like there's also a, a kind of um like patriarchal part of this in terms of the things that are coded as feminine, mm-hmm. i.e. caring about what you look like, is like bad because it's feminine. And actually to to say I, I care about what I look like, it feels sort of difficult because it's like, oh, you shouldn't care what you look like. Ooh. Um, But to actually have your outsides match your insides is like pure, it's alignment, like literal physical alignment with who you are. And it's not this sort of flippant thing, this vain thing, this irrelevant thing. It's it's a really core central thing that we've all sort of because it's feminine cast aside is not important i i think i can bring it back as well to this idea of it being on some days in some ways part of this devotion to myself like just kind of being bothered and 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 the reason i'm okay with it now i'm okay with exploring it and maybe even wanting to is because I know that it's all coming, it's coming from me. It's not coming from any expectation or any external thing, or I have to dress this way to be in this kind of work environment or whatever. It's all coming from, from me. And that feels, that feels empowered. So I can take certain bits that I take and leave certain others. And yeah, there is something strange that I'm, I've been thinking about the last week or so. And I know I, I said, um, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty for, for feeling how you feel and being where you are. I was at an event this week and I almost feel guilty or I feel weird about feeling quite good at the moment. <laughs> quite good in myself. Um, I know you don't always have to be doing work and in the doldrums and in the, in the depths and in the trenches. But I, I generally, on most days currently i'm feeling okay i'm feeling quite buoyant and positive and that is a reflection of all of the the work you did before but there's something about me that is is feeling a bit weird about that like should i be so happy or and it's not even to say i am happy but i don't know this is the other side of growth and change and work i guess and maybe i haven't maybe i haven't been here before so i'm just like (laughs) I don't know. There must be more to do. I don't know. It's just, just, a, just a random thought. Mm. It's that knowing versus believing again. Yeah. I think as well, I, I've been used to uh, something I wrote the other day. is like, this is what life is like when you don't prolong the suffering of like making a decision or, and when you realize that you don't have to. Um, so I don't 
need to be in the the doldrums like I can just be okay being in this moment yeah strange place to be mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're being in your life so <laughs> I am mm-hmm. being in my life and that mean that means being okay with saying yeah actually I'm 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 good I'm all right <laughs> it feels nice to say it mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's been long enough I mean come on video <laughs> <laughs> it's like are we done now are we done can it be can it be easier i like light you when you're talking about maybe it's not fun maybe it's like light yeah what does lightness look like or how to add that this season and also i think with light you've got the two connotations of like brightness Mm. and also lack of weight and the two have can dance together really nicely i like that visual Mm -hmm. so before we wrap up Mm-hmm. I mentioned this at the beginning, but didn't prepare you for this. So <laughs> go either one of two ways. But if you have anything that you like particularly enjoyed consuming over the last three months, say so whether that's podcast, TV, books, <laughs> specific brand of chocolate, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything that you say, take this from me. <laughs> what would you recommend to people? A hundred percent the book Conversations on Love by Natasha Lunn. One hundred and fifty percent. I have never underlined a book before, like the way that I did with that book. Like it got to the point where, like I was constantly sharing screenshots in my Instagram stories and I would kind of draw lines over it, like on Instagram And I would just like earmark the pages to like revisit later. And then as I was kept going, I'm like, nope, I just need the pen. (laughs) And I just like underlined, like, you know, like full paragraphs. (laughs) Like, this is good. Oh my gosh, this is great. I will say I found the last section of the book kind of challenging. It's all on loss and like what you learn about love from loss. And there was, it felt really heavy. Like it's important, but it felt really heavy. But the like, yeah, first two-thirds three-quarters of the book was absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. I think it's because of where I am and have been the two books I would recommend are both to do with I guess transitions to singlehood and stuff um and I say this strangely because I'm like yeah but you haven't been in a relationship for like a year maybe coming up a year and a half but I I remember saying to somebody else on a podcast that I think there was a lot of like hope that something would resume or there would be a different outcome so I didn't really start properly start put a line in the sand until quite some time later but the books that I've read one is called How to Heal a Broken Heart by Rosie Green and the other one A Single Revolution don't look for a match light one. And it was a, a little bit repetitive, but I think she was just really kind of drilling home the point. And I could look around and forgive certain things because overall I really liked the the sentiment of what she was saying. So those two for me. Mm, nice. Um, I have unprecedentedly read 15 books so far this <laughs> year. Wow. <laughs> Um, yep yeah, I think that's more than I've read in the last two years total together <laughs> so there's two novels that really stand out one was The Mothers by Britt Bennett and the other was Fault Lines by Emily Itami that second one's probably my favourite that's really just a you just like I'm so drawn into it and it's like I really like stories where nothing really happens and it's all just like what's happening between people and it was like that and then I also read pop song by Larissa Pham which is an essay collection and kind of blends art with emotional experience and growth and I enjoyed it so there's my three recommendations (laughs) looking that one up (laughs) (laughs) so yeah thank you guys for coming this has been so much fun thank you speak to you soon All the links that we mentioned will be on my website at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast and you can find 
all three of us on Instagram. I'm at Simple and Season, Sasha is at Frank and Feel, and Kate is at Kate Flanders. If you have a friend who you think would really enjoy this conversation, then please do send them the link to the episode and share it online too. And as this is the last show of the season, I'm going to take a little break of a couple of weeks over April and we'll be back in May with some new episodes. And in the meantime, if you haven't already, it'd be really awesome if you could rate and review Grow With Soul there in the podcast app, if you like it. If you didn't like it, don't review it. (laughs) But until next time. I hope you grow a song.